Hey everyone, welcome to Summit Up, brought to you by the Summit Dover. If religion has given you more questions than answers, you're in the right place. So sit back and open your mind with us. I'm Josh All, and I'm here with Kyle Schweitzer and the man with the answers, Pastor Rob Coburn. How's it going today, guys? Oh man, this is great. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. This is awesome. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just really, really uh, happy to have everyone join us today. This is episode one, guys. Like we're kicking this thing off uh, brand new. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. It is, it is an awesome time. This is Pastor Rob, and it is an awesome time to be just discussing on the first episode what I believe to be the thing that often we miss as human beings, and that is that we were born to reign. We, we were put on this planet to accomplish something, and that is a huge, huge thing that we have to come to grips with, uh, or we live our life trying to search for what that is. And so uh, being able to experience and understand this, I just want to connect with everybody out there. As we have this discussion, I want you to engage with us. I want you to post comments and and ask questions because it is the thing that we have to get right first. Sometimes we have to go back to where we began before we can go to where we need to go. And so that's why this first episode sort of entitled it Born to Rain because we got to go back to our birth and not just our birth as a human being, but birth of the human race, birth of the world, and, uh, and sort of talk about some of the things that trip us up in that journey. I've been tripped up. I know that you guys have probably been tripped up too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what makes those trip ups and what, what gets us to where we need to be as uh, people on the planet? I truly believe that everyone on the planet was born to have an impact. We were, we're, we're here to impact those around us, to bring a, a unique thing to this earth that no one else can bring. And, uh, and so how do we accomplish that? What, what stops us from doing that? I just wanted to bring one scripture to start this off. We can start the conversation here. But uh, I love the book of Genesis because it talks about the beginning. And since we're in the beginning, let's just talk about Genesis. But it says, in the beginning, God created. We, we have lots of ideas about what that could mean. But let's just take that for a fact this morning. We'll, I, I ask you, just bring your beliefs of everything that you know right now. Set them down at the end of the podcast. Pick them back up and, and go do your thing. But let's just talk for a minute. And we, we believe that God created the heavens and the earth. The first verse in the Bible, the beginning of everything. But we also... I want to bring this scripture to you, and it comes from Genesis 1, and, uh, and it says, 126, it says, let, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. And so we were created to have dominion on the planet. And most of us, I'm sure that even the ones that are listening, the, the group we have here in the studio, the, the one thing that we have been searching for our whole lives is what does that influence mean? What does that dominion actually look like in our lives? How does it work out in our checkbook? How does it work out in our marriages? How does it work out in, in our mortgages? Uh, what, what does having dominion really mean and what were we, we were created for? Now, religion would tell you something, and uh, I believe that if if you're not getting the answers that you need from religion, you should go to the source of religion. And uh, the, the, the foundation of all of this is a relationship with God who created everything. And so, uh, so our relationship with him is what matters. But I, I want to pose the question. I know that you guys were saying that I was the man with the answers, but I want to <laughs> pose the question to you all. And that is, uh, we're going to start with Kyle. Give us your quick background and tell us about what 
religion and and coming to your destiny really means to you and uh, and what that's meant sort of through your life? Well, it was a discovery process because growing up, I, I grew up in the church. So I was born here. I basically uh, was born and then brought here right from the hospital. So I was here every Sunday since birth. So I, I've been exposed to a lot of religion. I've been exposed to a lot of thought and a lot of theology. I went to Bible school. Um, so I have a lot of um, ideas put in my head. But as far as destiny is concerned, that really hasn't been uh, uh, brought to me until now. It hasn't been brought to me until I've been freed from the religion that I felt like I had to do so much. So uh, when growing up, it was just about everything that I had to do, the the tasks that were placed. I had to be good. I had to follow these rules. And if I had these things and I just did all these perfectly, then I was, you know, I was right and I was good. And um, it really didn't have anything about destiny for me because I wasn't talking about my dreams. I wasn't talking about what I was to do. I was taught about things that I had to do in order to get right. So, uh, so really, that that's it. Really, wasn't giving me a destiny until I stopped thinking about the religious things I had to do to get there. Well, I I love that perspective because I think that in America, at least, I don't know where people are going to be listening to this, but in America, at least, we most people up into their thirties, the people that are in their thirties um, and older were brought up in a religious form of something. They, they, they at least, you know, back in the 50s, everybody came to church with their bonnets and, the, and their fancy shoes. Um, but it was, it was the culture. And I think that, that now we've got a, a generation of people who that isn't the culture. And, uh, and so overcoming the religious mindset allows us to realize that there is a destiny that we were created for. It's not just to do tasks, and we're not saying on this show or any other show that doing things like reading your Bible and those things are, are bad. We're just saying that doing them for the profit of attaining something is probably not the best way to look at it, and that God has created us with a destiny to achieve in this world on this planet for, and, we're, and we're here for such a time as this. And so, Josh, what, what, is, this, uh, what is this understanding of religion and, and this destiny that you were created for mean to you and your background? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, similar to Kyle, I, I was brought up in the church um, from the time I was very young, but it just hit a certain point, um, I guess, teenage years where I just, it, it didn't connect with me anymore. And I didn't understand the purpose of everything that religion was telling me to do. And like Kai was saying, the tasks, you know, do this, do that, do the other, and, and you'll be good and everything. And then I started to question why, why, why does that matter? You know, what, what is the purpose of all of that? So I, I stepped away from religion for many years, um, 12, 13, 14 years, but I never stepped away from God. I always had my faith. I always believed in God, trusted God, knew he was, um, not who, the religion in my life had led me to believe he was mm, right. It's really good. So I always believed that God was loving, understanding, um, loved me for who I was and my faults, not telling me you're not good enough, mm. which is what religion can sometimes lead you to feel. Yeah. I think. Yeah, totally. You agree with that. Kyle? Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes you, when you have a list of rules you have to follow and if you use trip up, then, then that's what you're focusing on. You're focusing on the things that you're messing up and not the things you're doing right. So it, it does lead that lead yeah. it down that road. 
So we were created, as scripture we read earlier, Genesis one twenty six. we were created to have dominion on the earth. Now, in, in looking at your past, in looking at, at my past, uh, I was focused more on doing the work instead of being with him. And, and it was years ago that I came to understand that it's not about a religion, it's about a relationship. And that we're not here to just perform certain perfunctory duties and, uh, and be certain places and do certain things. It's about a relationship with the person who created the world, the one who signed my destiny in a book before the foundations of the world. And so it comes to one of my core beliefs, and I want to throw this out to you guys, but one of my core beliefs is there is a divine call upon every human being to be an influence on the earth. And how, how does that skew in your lives uh, knowing that, that that could be something that there is, there could be a divine call for you, Kyle. Yeah. I, I would say you have to believe that first and then not disqualify yourself because I believe what has happened in my life. I've disqualified myself for certain things because I've listened to the lies like saying, yeah, you're not good enough. No. Remember when you did that? You remember when you did that? You remember when you watched that and you went there, that kind of stuff will paralyze you. And that's how I felt because I wasn't connected with my destiny. And, and that's, that's the whole reason why we're here and, and what we're talking about. And I wasn't able to separate myself from being disqualified. So the destiny that's been called, the calling that I have, it has to be accepted within me and seen as it is, not as I see it, but that there is a call and you have to believe that and you have to disregard um, the lies that, that disqualify you. Yeah, so if you look through Scripture, Jesus always confronted the lies in every relationship that he had. And, uh, and so that's why I believe that he did not bring us religion. He restored what man lost in the garden. And we can read that in chapter 3 of Genesis. But um, what man had lost was dominion. We gave it back. We gave it to the enemy um, in, that, in that exchange, the great exchange that wasn't so great for humankind. But um, so... What you're saying is is right. If if we can't reconcile in our in ourselves that the things of the past are covered by him, and that he's not looking at them, I like to view it as this: is that when when people look at us, they need to see Jesus. We we've said that. I mean, you everybody's heard that. When people look at Christians, they need to see Jesus. the The problem that you just talked about that you addressed is when we look in the mirror, we don't see Jesus. We see the flaw of whatever it is that's been afflicting us, holding us back and, and keeping us from our destiny and, and keeping us from even dreaming that there is a destiny out there for us. And so many people struggle with that. And, and we have to begin to look into the mirror and see what God sees. And that is when we actually, Josh and I were talking about this before the show, when, when we actually make the commitment in our heart, not a, not a mental ascent to understanding that God is the king of our lives, but when we actually, in our heart, believe that everything that we have, everything that we do, now needs to flow through Him, and that He is our source, instead of our job being our source, our you know our addiction being our source, whatever that is, um, that that He is now our source, and we become born again. Instantly, there's there's dreams and visions that come inside of us as a, as a being, and the enemy, his number one goal is to get you to never see your destiny. And so he throws those things out in front of you to uh, make you doubt that, that the decision that you made was correct, that God should be the Lord of your life. Number two, that, uh, that he is 
guiding and directing what you're doing and giving you dreams and desires because it happened before the foundation of the world. So I, I just, I, I love that that was your point that we have to see it ourselves. We have to look in the mirror and see that God is, is guiding us. And, and that when we look in the mirror, we don't see our flaws because that's not what he sees as a believer in Christ. He sees the blood that Jesus spilled so that we could live without, you know, without death. So, um, I, one of the things that I just engage with you listeners right now, if, if you resonate with what Kyle just said, if you resonate with not seeing the destiny in your own life and, and not really understanding what that means, I, I just encourage you to write down your frustrations. Write down, and if you're driving, don't. But, uh, <laughs> but, but if you're listening to this and you're able to write this down, uh, if you're driving, go home and do it or wherever you're headed. But take a minute, sit before the Lord, just ask the Lord to reveal to you what frustration you're feeling about this. What are things in your life that that you feel have held you back from your destiny? And, and take those before the Lord. Because I believe that in this divine call upon every human being, I, I see it as three parts. I see that there's a destiny that was written in the book before the foundation of the world that we are destined on the earth to attain. Number two, he gives us dreams and visions that equip us to see the destiny, equip us and direct us to get toward that direction. Um, and then he gives us our gifts and talents to get us to, to help those dreams actually come to fruition. And we're sitting here in the studio of a dream um, that you guys had to allow podcasting to really permeate our region. And, uh, and I'm so excited for that. And so I just, we, we have to break down the negative look at ourselves. And what I felt in a religious atmosphere was that the always looking negatively on myself that I didn't attain something. I didn't do that devotion three times today or whatever it was that, um, that made me feel inadequate. Does that resonate with you, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's the way, yeah. Trying to follow those certain uh, rules, tasks, whatever, that is what, uh, separated me from religion to begin with. Um, so another thing that I've been realizing in the past several months is that for, for many years, I've been striving to, to get ahead. Right. But I was not following what I was being called to do. I was not following my destiny. I was just, I was trying to do it on my own mm. and I was not getting ahead. Actually, I was getting further and further behind and I couldn't, I couldn't piece that together. Why the heck is this happening? Why am I, you know, I'm working so hard. I'm doing everything I can. Why, why can I not get ahead of, of where I'm at? And I can, I can kind of put a finger on the exact moment that things switched for me. I went to, I just went for a, a yearly meeting with my financial advisor, uh, great guy. Um, he, he's got a different perspective on things too, which he gave me a book that I read and I realized that I, there's so many things I don't know. And the book had some faith-based um, principles in it. And that's when I realized I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. There, there is a calling and I need to, I need to understand what that is. And it did not take long, did it, Kyle? We, I, I think I came to you the next day and said, I, I, we, we have something valuable here that we can do uh, based on the connections that we have and the people and um, just all the blessings that have been given to us in our life. Like we need to use these. They're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and we're sitting in the, we're sitting in the outpouring of that, that right now in the studio. And, uh, and so one of the things that, that I've always questioned, because I've been on the struggle too, of, 
how, how to find the provision that I believe God has ordained each of us to have. I don't believe that we're supposed to live in lack. I don't believe that, I believe that he has a great, a great provision for the vision that he's given us. And, and that's why the word provision is very interesting. It's providing for the vision. And so um, the vision in this case would be your destiny. And one of the things that I found out uh, through not just years of ministry, but through life and making tons of mistakes. And I, I tell my kids all the time, my two girls, I say, you know, don't, don't look at all the things that you saw me fail at unless you're looking at them so that you don't, you don't have that failure. Um, but one of the things that I didn't grasp early on, and I can't say that I totally have a grasp on it now, but your, your financial benefit, your provision will be attached to your destiny. It's not attached always to your dreams and it's not attached to your gifts and talents that we talked about earlier. It's attached to your destiny. And so you can be in a job right now or you can own a business right now and be doing your gift and talent every single day and not be financially fulfilled because you're not attached to your destiny. And so, um, so in looking at it through all this, it's, it's, we have to point to our destiny and religion kills your vision of destiny. Religion will always have you more focused on today and what did I do wrong than about what am I called to do right. And so we have to get our focus off of that and focus on where we're going as well as doing the things that we need to do. If you're not walking with the Lord and reading your Bible every day, that's the base of the summit culture here at our church at the summit in Dover is you need to be in your Bible every day. You need to be having Holy Spirit encounters. You need to have healthy relationships. All that stuff is good. But if that's your focus and not this destiny that you were created to do, you will probably not have the financial capacity that you were called to have, and you'll probably not feel fulfilled. And so when we're not fulfilled, we allow things to come into our life that can distract us. Right. And, and I love what you just said, because it's not about having your checklist each day and ticking things off and saying, okay, I read that. Okay. I, yep. I prayed this morning. Okay, good. Yep. Good to go for the day. That's, it's not what it's about. Right. It's about, it's, it's not about a religious activity. It's about a relationship. Right. And that relationship, you know, when you're in a relationship and you're beginning to have this communication with someone, um, it starts off pretty generic. Um, but after you've been with a person for 20 years, as we're coming up on my wife and I, uh, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Sometimes you're so in communication that you don't even have to speak. It just happens. Your hearts speak to each other. And what God wants, I believe, is billions of people on the planet that are having a heart connection with him. They're so connected by the heart that they know what he would do in the situation that they're in. They, they talk to him, of course. They, they read the word. They get that. They, they sit in his presence. But ultimately, in the day-to-day operation of walking out life and, and chasing after your destiny— uh, he wants us to be so connected to his heart that everything that he does, you know, Jesus was on the earth and, uh, and he didn't just do what he wanted to do. He, it says, it says in the word that he only did what he saw the father do. And he only said what he heard the father say, mm-hmm. that should be our call. Yeah. And that's, that's the building blocks of your foundation so you can live out your destiny. And I, and I want to circle back to, 
uh, the, the qualifications to get there. Because I think uh, maybe a lot of people, I know I was in that boat and it could be more, that, you know, the, the destiny seems, it doesn't seem like they can reach that. They're like, that, it just, it's not possible. It's just too high and, and I, I'm just not qualified to do that. And, and it's so funny because I look into the Bible and I see the people that Jesus used in the Bible and I see the people and his followers and, and, um, the qualifications that they had was, didn't matter because, you know, they picked up his image and went with them. You know, they just dropped what they were doing and followed him. They didn't have any prerequisites. They just followed him and fulfilled their destiny Mm -hmm. and doing it in community doing it in community. It's not about coming to church on Sunday and don't forsake the assembling of of yourselves together. I get the scripture, but true walking out of your destiny comes with other people who are going to agree with you, walk with you, believe with you. And that's what Jesus did. That was the planting of the, of the disciples. That was the planting of the church was that, uh, they did it in community. They connected with who he was. And, uh, and as you said, he, he was able to, to really, formulate their destiny and and help them achieve that and that's our calling as believers is to walk alongside other people and help them discover their destiny it's in real time Mm -hmm. it's in real time it's happening it's in relationship and that's how it continues it it just you know it can happen overnight or it can happen as a process but the thing is you have to take that step into it we we have to dig a hole as you would say and let god fill it and and that is the the step forward that everyone needs to make yeah, and, and there's something that you've said before, Rob, that I want you to kind of expand on uh, for my sake and for all the listeners. I mean, it was it was a great point. You said that our, our dream right now is only our dream at this stage. And then once that one is starting to become fulfilled, there will be a new dream. And that if we saw our actual complete destiny destiny right away, we would be so blown away by it and so intimidated, right? Mm -hmm. That that is so much greater than what we can imagine. And God gives us the dreams to take us there step by step. Exactly. He gives us the dreams. Most people, they know their gift and their talent. They, They know their gift and their talent, and they're good at what they do, and they're passionate about it. The dreams that he gives us, if we'll pay attention to them, have seeds of our destiny inside of them. But if we saw our destiny completely fulfilled, we would either be too scared to take the next step or we would just give up altogether, or we would try to attain that destiny before we've actually lived out enough dreams to be equipped to attain the destiny, and we would fall flat on our face if we tried to go for it today. So not only do we have to seek our destiny and understand, we have to also go through the process. And if you go through Scripture, I mean, Joseph went through a process. <laughs> uh, go, go back and read those stories of, of what he went through to get to where he knew his destiny was. He saw it in a dream, um, but he had to go through some things to get there and not all that stuff. And, and you know, we're, we're currently in situations in, in this country where uh, the destiny of our country seems to be shaky at the moment. And, and we have to understand that the dreams and, and visions that God has given us to fulfill will take us beyond what we could have ever imagined or thought. And one of the things uh, that w- we touched on was being with him. You know, in a relationship, we have to be with one another. And I just take you to the scripture in Psalm 16, verse 11. It says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I, we, we should be a people so overflowing with joy because we're in his presence, because we're, we're engaging with him. 
you look back in Genesis and he created man and he walked with man in the garden. It was all about the beginning of the beginning of mankind was all about presence with God. And, uh, and we sacrificed that as a race, Adam and Eve, they did that. We are all living with the consequences of that. And, and then Jesus came to restore, uh, to reveal that back to us and to bring the kingdom back. I also believe he brought the governor back, which is the Holy spirit. And it's really cool. We can get into that on another episode, but I, I think that we, we have to just reset our minds to being in his presence. Now, some people get in his presence with worship music. Some people get it by going out into nature. I don't care if you're listening today how you do it, but you need to take this thought that we've given you today about what you were born to do, and I, you need to take that before the Lord and get in his presence and allow him to reveal to you gifts and talents that you don't already know, let him give you dreams and visions, Joel 2.28, and then allow him to show you seeds of your destiny. And we do this crazy thing here at the summit that I one of, one of my core values in my whole life has been we believe, I believe in people and their dreams. I want to hold the dream in my heart with you. I want to agree with you. And so for those of you out here that are listening, write your dream down, comment it in the box. I want to agree with you it's not just because I'm a pastor. I've been doing this since I was 16, dreaming with people. That's my passion is to dream with you and and to help you uncover what that dream really looks like. But we, we're doing this at the church, and it's so much fun to take someone who's dreamed something for 55 years and and walk with them, hold that in my heart with them. I can't help them get the dream. I don't know anything about how to do the gardening deal, right? But um, I probably should know that, but I don't. Um, but anyway, how do we how do we take that dream, hold it in our heart, agree, and then when the time comes and when the Lord says it's it's go time, give every resource we have to help attain that dream. I believe that that only comes by being in the presence of God and hearing Him and understanding what He has to say, how He's saying it, and what He wants to do with it. Yeah, and when you take your dream and start praying on it and start thinking about it and start just, it starts to consume you and don't forget it and, and just keep on, keep on and keep on. And, and that, and it works because we're sitting right now in a fulfilled dream. We're doing it right now. I mean, it came us uh, several weeks ago um, when we were, we just came together and we thought of this, our passion is to get content out to people. And, and so we can make an impact and this is one way we can do that. And, 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 you know, you just have to, you know, take the plunge and do it. And, and now we're sitting in it and it's, it's an amazing feeling and it jives you. It energizes you. It gives you the, the passion that's behind you. And that's where your joy that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the true joy that you feel that's feeling you, Josh, I, you, you have something. I do. And, and what the really cool thing about this dream is now that we're here, we're sitting here, we're doing a podcast in our studio this was not the full dream. I realize that now, and there's more coming. There is more to come, and that's exciting. This is only the beginning, and and that's what this that's what the dream board's all about. That Rob was saying, and and for any listeners out there, maybe we'll have to take some pictures and post them along, yeah. you know, on those on social media with this because the dream board is full. And I was telling you before the show, it was really cool because the first couple of weeks there was like four, five, six cards on this huge dream board. People were kind of like tentative. I'm not sure. I really want to put my dream out there for people. And then the more people started to do it and, and you started, you know, we were praying over the dreams and people started to realize, wow, I put my dream out there. Like, like you say, 
you don't fully believe your dream until you tell somebody about it. And now that thing is full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people are talking about it. I just had an experience this week. I was working with, uh, working with a family and sharing someone else's dream on the dream board. And, and they just got rid of that thing. And I was like, Oh, if I could have been two weeks earlier, but now, now we have a family who is in the same, they maybe could have helped them, but the timing wasn't right. Um, but now they're holding that person's dream in their heart too. And as we do this in community, as we believe with each other, that's why I'm asking you, if you're listening to this, go wherever you can go, go to our Facebook page, go somewhere and post your dream. Let us agree with you because you really don't believe it until you tell someone. And we're welcome. You can tell us. If you want to go tell somebody else, go tell them and put it in the comments that you told somebody because you will you will actually begin to see things happen that pertain to your dream when you begin to, to, to tell people about it. I wanted to go back to the verse here in, in Psalm 16. The beginning says, you will show me the path of life. If you're with a spouse, if you have a spouse and you're going off on your own way and they can help you, you could be so much better together. And I think that that in this case, we do a lot of things in our lives to try to live up to religious expectations, to try to just attain something that we believe is right. And he says, you will show me the path of life. If we're just with him, we find the joy that it says right next, following that in his presence, we find fullness of joy. We find the joy in the journey when we journey together. That's the key. Journey together. Write down the things that uh, write down the things that that he's birthing in you as you're listening to this podcast. Make your comments. Get engaged with what we're talking about because your dream is the key to your destiny. That's right. Well, I'll tell you guys what. That was a great first episode. I feel like I hope uh, hope that was some great uh, just some great content for our listeners. We really want you guys to understand what we are learning here and what what Rob has to say. Yeah. And, and we want to do this more and more. So the next episode, we're going to keep talking. We're going to keep diving into our purpose and uh, we're going to keep going on with each other and, and go along this journey that Pastor Rob just talked about. We we can do this together. We can go on. We can move. We can move as a movement. And and we want to hear from you. We do want to know what's what's out there so we can talk about this because that's what we're, we're in conversation right now. Yeah, and and make sure that you go to uh, go to your private place with God. Get there as fast as possible. Take time to be with Him, and in His presence you will find fullness of joy. In His presence you will find the person that will show you the path to your life. And I encourage you do it today. We are better together. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and tell us your dreams. Tell somebody your dreams, and if you don't have somebody to tell, tell us. We want to hear them. Thanks for listening.